0: Welcome to the Brew Thought Podcast. This is Albert along with German and Ned, and we are back.
1: We're back. It's been a good while since we've all been together. Yeah. I felt like we I thought we were gonna break up.
2: (laughs) Yeah, same.
1: I thought we were gonna be like Outcast. Yeah. But we're back. We're back unlike Outcast.
2: Wait, Outcast broke up? Yeah, they just like they're
1: cool. And then they just like stopped making music. I was thinking and more like the Beatles, you know, when they
0: break up. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I think well, they're like they're the fam- the most famous band for breaking up.
1: But the, but the, that that was because they had problems with each other. No, I think for us it was just the like. Right. Wait, what day? Oh man, this came up. Wait, what day? Oh man, I can't at that time. I could at this time. So it was it was more uh, more life. It was more circumstantial than, than life was Beatles. happening. Yeah, there wasn't beef. There wasn't like Ed Ed, Ed. Ed didn't feel like I need to be
2: the star here, not you. <laughs> and Outkast and, and the Beatles were, were actually already pretty famous too. Yeah,
0: exactly. You know, now that the world's opened up a little bit more, yeah, that's why we're. It's been harder for us because now we're doing things. We're not just home around for real, doing nothing. You know, yeah. like it's not you're not watching a TV show anymore. Now we're out taking care of um, stuff or being places, to yeah. places.
1: We're just living life, man. Yeah,
0: things are almost, I mean,
1: I would say things are normal now. Uh, yeah. How about you guys? Yeah I, yeah, I think so. I think so, too. I think it's, it's pretty much back to normal, especially, I drive to to downtown for work. There is no pandemic on those freeways, Right, man. it's full, right? <laughs> yeah, I noticed that, too.
2: It's been a while since I've noticed the pandemic on the freeways,
0: man. Yeah, I know, the, Freeways are full. It's like, I mean, you close your eyes. I mean, and you open them back up. It's traffic,
2: dude. Yeah. You never would have known. Back with the vengeance. Mm-hmm.
1: And I, th- I think that's just going to be where we're going to be up for like a year, where everyone's just going to take advantage of the fact that I, I could go anywhere.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I could go there. I'm gonna go there, not because I want to, but because I can.
0: Hey, dude. People are driving crazy these days. Have you noticed that the road rage is a little different? Yeah. Like people were locked up and now all of a sudden they're they're driving like wild yeah. and cutting people off. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's been different, man. I'm like, whoa, man, like just they get just to get ahead of you by one car. Yeah. And it's just wild. And you know, it reminds me of like the whole NBA games where the fans are being dumb where they forgot. How to (laughs) behave? You know, it's like you forgot how to behave on the road.
1: You know, they're like, "Oh wait, at home I can break the TV and nobody gets hurt." Yeah, or you can go on Twitter and (laughs) tweet
0: about his mom. Yeah, uh, you know, curse someone out.
2: You know, and it's okay because there's no repercussions. You know, you know what's crazy though, like the amount of people that move to Texas or other states, and yet there's still so much traffic. The the math isn't adding up. I think it's I more hyped than it really is.
1: Yeah, I think it's overblown. How many people actually? Yeah, moved to Texas. <laughs> my sister. People,
2: yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people that would, will even post about it before they even move, and it's like, okay, you're not moving. You're you're still here. <laughs> well your sister I, moved to Texas. My sister moved to Texas. Dude. And when they move, they still talk about us. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Like, uh, I think you're... you're
0: my brother-in-law. Your brother-in-law, he's comparing gas prices to yeah. California. Like, oh, he, right smog gosh.
2: check, look at my taxes. It's like, okay, you're gone already. Maybe I like know. just live it, you know?
1: California is the best. This liberal state is the best state in the we world. We got the mountains.
0: The we got the oceans. Yeah. We got the desert. You got it all right here. You can Road go, rage, exactly. don't forget. Road rage. Road rage is fun. <laughs> you got all access to the best food in the world. All kinds yeah, of exactly. food.
1: My my parents were talking about the other day about m- moving. And they're like, oh, you know, we go here. The houses are cheaper. Uh, they were throwing out different places, like Phoenix, the uh-huh. typical stuff, Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And my stepdad got crazy, and he said, Indiana. He's <laughs> like, it's cheaper. <laughs> he's like, you yeah, know, we should go. And he's like, why wouldn't you go? And I was like, well, there's a lot of reasons, but mainly – You'll live in Indiana. I don't care if you pay $5 for rent. It's Indiana. Yeah. There's a reason why they're charging you so little to live there, because it's Indiana. But, yeah, I, I think people – I think the financial aspect, I get it, but then I don't get it, because it, you get what you pay for.
0: You do. I mean, the weather in Texas. I mean, we, we went. My wife and I went. No. I had a work event to go to, and we're like, let's just explore. So we went to Dallas. And we and we went to Waco so we kind of traveled down and
2: okay. then we
0: we flew out of uh um um Austin, Austin. and and it's like like it's not uh, Dallas wasn't I didn't like it you know Waco was just like the middle of nowhere little town yeah Austin was nice but then when, the one thing I liked about Austin was the the trees they were very like green and okay. And there was some hills, or a little bit of hills, where Dallas is completely flat. Um, but the people that are more like California, there's more like food and things like that. And I'm like, it's because it's cal- more like California, where where Dallas is a little different. You know, it's not as you don't right. see as much of that. Um, there was a lot of runners, man, in Austin. I've never seen so many runners, man, everywhere. I'm like, <laughs> wow, I think I'm more runners in California. They were running from Texas. Dude. <laughs> and. But the weather was rough, dude. It rained crazy, man. We were driving and I couldn't see like six feet ahead of me, dude. It was so bad. I, I, we had to pull over. We freaked out, man. I've never experienced a thunderstorm like that before. Like, That's I've gone crazy. through the to Arizona with Ed. We went and we went through a couple of thunderstorms. And yeah, it's scary. It's windy and you're like holding on to the steering wheel, but you get through it. This one was so bad, man, where you could not see six feet ahead of you, where you were going like 20, 30 miles an hour, dude. Dang. And I freaked out at one point, and then we got, like, a uh, flat uh, flush warnings on our phones. And I'm like, oh, man, we're, like, 30 minutes away. We're not going to make it. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> Say your goodbyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're dude, drowning in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> so it's rough. You know, you're right. The weather is rough out there. Yeah. And that's not a problem here. And I heard they got hail a couple of weeks before that. Yeah, The big old hail where people got their windshields blasted and...
1: Look at outside, dude. It's nice and sunny right well, now. Well, Houston's like what? Every two years they're
2: they're they're flooding. Yeah.
0: Like it's crazy. This year's been a lot of rain too for them. Yeah, you know, Houston. Yeah, yeah it's, it's
2: hurricanes in Houston. Yeah, below sea level. No, thank you. Latitude. Yeah, but no even then, you. that's still probably better than Indiana. Oh yeah, As yeah. Any
1: anything is better than than Indiana. It's cold, man. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is better than <laughs> Indiana. Indiana is freezing. <laughs> but that, I think that's where. Um, the so home of the uh, clan? Is that where, you, where you're going? No, no, no. I'm not going anywhere. Okay. But that's where they were. I was just like, <laughs> you do understand. You are a Mexican person. You're going to go to White Town, USA. I, I don't know if that's that's the... Go to Phoenix. Phoenix is, is more friendly to, to you and, and, and the language hey, that you in, 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 Texas, in
0: Texas, there was a lot of like the Mexican culture. You can You could feel the... The the that there's a lot of influence there. Mm. Um, that was that was interesting because I, I feel like it's more there than here in, in California.
1: Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So that was that was interesting. I was like, oh wow,
1: like there's a lot of influence here. What what do they call them? It's not Chicanos, but it's Tex-Mex. Tex-Mex. That's the food, right? That's, that's the, the food. I don't know. No, about but the, was like the Selena thing. Tejana. Tejanos, no. right?
0: Yeah. Te, well, that's Texans. It's like saying Texans is Tejanos in Spanish.
1: But that would be like that, no? Like, isn't that the... the It's like Californians.
2: Well, I mean, it makes sense, though, because in history, like, the whole Alamo thing, it's just... California was just easy. Right. There was no war fought. Like, there was actual, like, wars fought to try to keep it in Mexico or try Uh to even secede. So they have their... Texas is weird because they have their own culture. Yeah. And they want to... They want it that way. Yeah. They want to be almost their own country. They're a
1: very
0: proud state. I mean, we're driving and you see... Texas this, Texas that. I mean, we drive here, you don't see any California sign that says California this, California that. You see people wearing Texas
1: shirts out there. Yeah. But that just tells me you're inferior. (laughs) Because if you have to tell me about your state, like, you're trying to convince me or yourself. I think that's what I get when people try to do... Because even the New York thing, I love New York, New York this, New York that... Like uh, okay, if it's great, it's great. Why are you convincing me so much? Like,
2: what are you trying to do? You know, you know what's funny. I'm, I feel like a lot of people are buying the whole like, like the whole Joe Rogan moving to to Austin, and and it's like, and a lot a lot of these famous people talk about California like, oh, it's such a fake place. Like everyone's just trying to make it, but people fail to realize like those are the people that are acting doing stand up like these people are living a completely different yeah. world they're not in LA, LA and most
1: of them are transplants too
2: yeah yeah they're not from here they right they, yeah. they don't know they don't know exactly what LA is right they to them LA is something foreign it's not the same thing no to them in the LA is the beaches the what you see on
0: TV but yeah. they forget that there's suburbs and you know there's northern well I'm sorry there's yeah, there's something in California all of a sudden here. But there's yeah, there's there's suburbs around the area and that's really LA where that's where the people are. And that's or, the
2: heart. Or the hood. Yeah, yeah, the hood, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, they think it's just movie sets and downtown. Yeah. And even downtown has its own like regular people, the regular folk that just are there working the whole thing. Um where I think The LA that they portray, I think it's more the like Hollywood Hills, like that area where I think you get you know influencers probably throw add to that too because most of them are transplants who have no idea about just growing up in Los Angeles. And that's
0: what I think it is. Like here in California, I mean, you go to a you go to a you know like a Rams game, right? or a charger game and you get all these people from different states filled and it's like how it's because you know we get people from all over the country that want to come out here and check out the state because because you know they they like it here you know they, right. it's nice and all the benefits and that's what you got here from all over the, the country here as opposed to you know like we're from california we are from here but I don't think any other state, maybe, maybe New York you know, has, is like this, maybe because, you know, but you don't get a lot of transplants, like you say, in other countries. There's no transplant people in Indiana, I'm sure. You know not a whole lot, you know.: no. <laughs> <laughs> The
2: only thing I can think of is Miami, maybe.
0: Yeah, maybe the coastal states you know, yeah. are the Miami. ones that are affected that
2: way. But Miami is yeah. crazy, though, because like, there's so many hurricanes. But uh, I mean, can we just agree that California is better? Absol-
0: no. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's, that's <laughs> until it
1: floods. That's what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> have you guys seen the TikTok guy splits. California Forever? Yeah, <laughs> he's good, huh? Yeah, yeah. I think I think he called the station, the radio station, the other day. Did he? I think so, man. He, he called the the Seven, 710 ESPN, uh, Mason Ireland. His voice. I'm like, wait. Or I think he called Max. I'm like, is that the guy? And I couldn't listen. I lost service, dude. I went into a <laughs> parking structure. We do have to check out uh, Colorado though. Yeah, we wanted, We do want. Ed and I would have been wanting to go to Colorado and and um, see the nature.
2: We'll get back to you guys. <laughs> nice. See if California still, still the th- best, the top dog. <laughs> I have a feeling Ed's <laughs> gonna
0: like it. He's a mountain guy. He's an outdoor guy. He he is the adventure is outdoor guy.
2: Oh, the more <laughs> nice. Sick. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but today, I think we we we, we wanted to hit on uh, leadership. And I think leadership is interesting because um, everyone has their opinion on what it is, and leadership gets confused by a lot of things. So I was I was thinking um, on my way here actually, how a lot of times you get the the guy who's charismatic, the dude with the good per, or the the girl, the person with the good personality. Uh, who can talk to everybody? People are like, "Oh, that's a leader." Like, is it or are they just they just have a great personality? And so, do you guys think leadership is is something you're born with? Like, are you born a leader and to lead, or is it something you you can learn, or is it both? I
0: think it's something you can learn. I think. I almost think you have to go th- through trials and tribulations and you have to experience some pain to, to, to be a good leader. I think you have to make some mistakes to, to, to get there. Um, I, I, you know, you, you hear all these great people that, we, we hear the story of how good they are, how successful they are, but we don't hear what they went through to get there. And um, that's what I feel. I, I feel that you it could be learned. You know, it, it over time. Um, is, is, is there people that are naturally like you know like kind of like a basketball player? Like LeBron James was, he was born to be a basketball player. You know, he was naturally talented, right? Yeah. And you get a guy like Kobe that was not naturally talented, where he learned it. I think it's the same comparison. I mean, he was 6'6. I mean. Well, besides the height. <laughs> the same, almost the same reach, though. I mean. Well, besides the like the height. I mean he was Kobe, super athletic. Because Kobe wasn't <laughs> he wasn't the best player. You know, growing when he was younger, he had to like put the work in. As opposed to LeBron James, you, you can argue and say that he was naturally talented. And I feel like that's kind of how the leadership is, where you could put work into it and you will get
1: better at it. What do you think?
2: I think it's I think it's both. But the the way I, I view it is you can there's a lot of people that naturally they're they're more inclined towards uh leadership. And then also as you mentioned charisma does help, but it's not everything, and I feel like a true leader that starts developing certain tools and and perspectives that help them be a leader. Now, the hard part is convincing the people that you want to lead, and sometimes what what you have to do is either lead by example or just just be that person that. Everyone wants to follow. How, how you do that? Some, sometimes it's easier because you have certain attributes. But yeah, I think it's you, you build on it. But I can't, I can't ignore the fact that you're born with certain attributes that make you a stronger leader right off the bat. I, I, I um,
0: I was gonna say I kind of lost my train of thought here, but. Um, I feel like there's people... Like the, the guy with the charisma, if he's a natural leader, cool, right? But there's guys that have the, the, the charisma. They say they're leaders or they want to be leaders, but then you start to poke the poke holes in there. Like, okay, yeah, you're not doing this. Oh, this is not right. You're not doing that. And I think he begins to lose people because, like, you're right. It, like, you have the charisma... People are attracted to you, Mm -hmm. and people start following you. But then people start to read between the lines, and they see, like, yeah, you you talk it, but you don't walk it. And then there's those, and then that's when I feel that charisma isn't always the main thing. No, it's not. You know, and that's what, and again, people have it, and maybe that person needs to develop and work on some skills to get there, and they they'll be successful.
2: And sometimes it's almost a disadvantage because. You can get away with so much with it that you don't even want to work to develop more tools. And we start yeah. to
0: use people. Yeah. And then people start to catch on. Like, hey, I'm being used by this guy to do his dirty work, man. And he's not appreciative and he's not helpful. And he's just
1: demanding, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm with I'm a mindset that you're born with it. I think you can learn leadership traits. Mm-hmm. I think you can learn um, like how to run a meeting, how to communicate, you know you can take speech classes or whatever and, and become a better public speaker. but I, I think the, the it factor, you either have it or you don't and I think that's the like difference because obviously you can be born a leader and never use it. And I think that's the stuff you're talking about, Albert, about the, the going through stuff, the showing, the day to day, the, the practicing what you're preaching, the whole thing. Um, but I think it's really hard for somebody who doesn't have that, to, to excel at it. That you can do traits. I think everybody can learn traits, and I I think leadership to me is is like any other skill. Like there's people that are naturally just skilled with their hands and they're able to do uh whether it's woodwork or sculpture or whatever. And someone like me who I, I I don't have that natural ability to just uh do stuff with my hands. I can learn traits and I can learn how to, you know, hold the the tool a certain way and, and and do this and do that. But it's never gonna be A as natural and it's never gonna come out as good as the person who who's just naturally just able to, like, do that. And even, like, Kobe Bryant, Kobe had to work harder than, you know, than a LeBron or even, like, a Michael Jordan. But there was also that, like, I want to do this. And it's not like Kobe was, like, Paul, Paul um, Chris Paul size. Like, he was built for it. He just needed, he needed the work at it. And even, like, LeBron, LeBron... You know, it's, they said like he spends like what a million dollars on his body a year or something yeah. like that. So there's all the work that everyone's gonna have to do. But I think to to be able to lead people, which you know, I think leads us into this: what is what is what is a leader? You know, because a leader, to me, it's not like you guys were saying; it's not just somebody who has the charisma. Because I think that's a good personality. And and I think what what's interesting is when we look at the, the great leaders of the world, a lot of them don't have great personalities. They're able to speak, they're able to, to, to get you to like follow them and stuff, but very few of them are, were people that you're like, yeah, I wanna hang out with this guy, this guy's cool. Most of them were, were considered jerks or they were detached or they were just guys that were on their own and you had like the people under them that were more approachable. And, and, and that people felt like, man, this guy is is, this guy's nicer, this guy's better. But following them, what wasn't wasn't it? Because the leader was was uh, someone better. So I think when it, when it comes to leadership, I think a leader to me, and I think we, we you know we'll open this all up for discussion. But to me, a, a leader, somebody that is able to communicate clearly. Um, what the expectations are. And obviously, depending on what you're leading, it's different. Like if you're leading a home, it's different than leading a company. So the expectation is different. You know, obviously, you're not gonna have like a board meeting with your children and your wife. That's gonna be really weird. But I think you're able to communicate clearly the plan. So if you're going on vacation, hey, th- this is the goal. We're going to do this, and we're going to do this, and we're going to do that, and this is what we're going to do. And everybody has an idea. Okay, we're going here, and at the end of this, what I'm going to get out of this trip to Colorado, we're going to go to the Rockies Mountains. We may have food here, and we may visit this random place here, and we may come across this. But ultimately, we are going there to go to the Rocky Mountains. Where somebody who's not a leader is able to like, oh, we'll just see, we'll play by ear, we'll see, we'll see what we we'll see how it goes, and that person isn't able to have any control of all this. So then it becomes a vacation with no point, where everyone's doing everything. There, there's no plan. There's none of that. And then you go to a company, and someone's able to give you, okay, this is our quarterly goal. And this is how we're going to reach it. We're going to do this and this and this and this. And if we do this, in these three months, we're able to get to X place. And if we don't get to X place, we'll at least be able to get here. And all of a sudden, you're able to capture people. And people are able to know, okay, this is what we're doing. This is how we're going to do it. And now we're going as opposed to, hey, guys, we got we to gotta increase ourselves 10%. Go for it. Okay. Well, can I get some tools? What, what What do I need? And I think that's where people begin to check out because you're just it's just words. There's no follow up. There's no like leading in that direction. So uh, to me, a leader, somebody that's able to do that, somebody's able to communicate, and also somebody who's able to do the work. Someone who's not just telling you, "Hey, increase the sales," but they they, they themselves are going out, they're, they're making the sales, they're, they're, they're hey, I, I got this lead, here you go. And do it, they're doing that work as opposed to, you know, they, they just come out of their office to, to check up, hey, where are you at with this? I've been, you know, and they've been in there three hours supposedly checking emails. And you like, really? Like three hours checking out emails? Sol- solitary? How's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, how is that How is that leadership? So I think a leader is... is and a leader also knows how to lead his people. So a leader knows, okay, you know what? Albert needs a, ma- uh, a macro manager. I can't be on top of him. He's going to be good. So, hey, hey here's these tasks. I'll check back at you at 3 o'clock, see where you're at. And maybe somebody like me needs a micromanager who who just, okay, we're going to give you one task at a time. And you're able to manage people not the same because I think that's not realistic because and that's not effective. But managing everybody... According to what gets them going, and it's, they're able to motivate, inspire and they also know when to when to cut the cord, when to say, you know what, it's not, it's not working out. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to let you go. Where somebody who's not a leader was like, oh, because 'cause they're nice, and <laughs> you know they they, they bring. Uh, you know, I've I think we've all had experiences where someone's <laughs> not up for the job, but they don't get fired because they're just they're they're good hang. Yeah, and a leader's able to say, you know what, you're you're awesome, and you know, uh, it's just not working out. And ultimately, uh, we have to make these these tough decisions and a leader's able to do that. Where someone with charisma is all about the charisma. It's all about the hang. None of it is ever tough decisions. None of it is is discipline for other people and for themselves where a charisma guy will waste time on chit-chat. A leader will be like, hey, you know what, as much as I would love to just... You know, burn cheese in this conversation. I have to do this, so I'll talk to you later. But I gotta, I gotta get to this. And I think a leader is able to to do those things. So, what do you? So, as we define that, so obviously we, we did the, the first part. What is a leader to you? Like when you think leader, what, what does that entail? What what attributes um, come with that?
0: So, to me, like. I mean, I hear you talk, and I'm already, I already have ideas of what a leader is, or at least what I, and to me, what I believe is the best type of leader. Mm, um and okay. you've described it, and right. what you'd said, and I'll still go over it because I think I should break it down in my in my words, and yeah. the way I see it. But um, I hate the leader that just tells you what to do, and then expects a report. Or how'd it go, man? <laughs> At the very end of the day, how'd it go? And that's it, you know. Um, I respect the leader that teaches you how to do something, that walks with you, and you go, and, you know, comes to you for ideas, what works for you, what doesn't work for you. Try you saying this, try saying that. I respect that guy, um, the guy that sh- the kind of. The guy that actually uh, walks with you through the trenches, as they say, mm. that's the guy I respect. That's the guy. That is more of a servant leader, right? You know, he doesn't care, I man. I'll get dirty with you, man. I'll whatever. I don't care. He's not the guy that's checking on the emails supposedly for three <laughs> hours. You know, <laughs> not, not that I. I'm not the micromanagement kind of guy. Like I, I don't like that. That that to me is tedious. I mean, yeah. and it may not be for me, right? Like, but. But I do, I do expect the leader to to work for you, right. you know. I think a, a good leader, you, if you have a good leader, you you're gonna want to work for them, you know. You're gonna go to battle for them. Yeah. They tell you to do something, you're gonna go do it. Like whatever, let's go, let's try it, you know. And I think uh, a good leader is a visionary. Like I think mm-hmm. you, you talked about that, where they can kind of like paint the picture and yeah. show the picture and. All right, you're gonna do this, and then you're gonna do that, and then you're gonna go do this, and then that's how you're gonna to get to that, and then after that, you know, they map it all out for you. That I agree with that part, um, and I think a leader is a guy that kind of gives directions and puts all the pieces together, as yeah. opposed to just because. I mean, you see a lot of times in a group setting, you see kind of like someone kind of will will start taking over and then sometimes that person isn't the leader and then it shifts to someone else where you're like, oh, wow, okay, this is the guy that's, like, it naturally happens and, right. and it's because that person, and I think communication is huge and I think the guy is, or the girl is good at communicating and and they, they present that and that's why people will gravitate towards that person naturally yeah. um, and we see that everywhere. You know, um, we've seen animals, you know, they um, gravitate to their alpha. So that, that, that's what it is to me. That's To me, that's a good leader, a, a, a leader that's down to get dirty with you, man, down to – that's going to back you up, and you're going to back them up. You know, and I don't, if you don't have that, if someone's not willing to go fight for you, I don't think they're a good leader, man. Right. But yeah, I think I think they have leadership skills but I don't think they're a great leader. You know, um, I always go back to, I you mean, know, we've gone there millions of times and everybody else has, but like Steve Jobs, the Apple guy, right? He, this, guy did, this guy was a sales guy. He didn't know anything about computers. And he met this guy, Waz guy, and he, he saw what he was capable of and he took advantage of him. <laughs> he pushed him to his limits. He's like, "Hey, I want you. Let's build this together." And and he started the company with him and and he saw he saw the, the qualities in that individual. And those and he was able to push this guy to his limits and they were able to create this company. So I think a good leader also, you know, sees qualities in individuals and 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 will push them to the to their potential and not everybody knows how to do that right. you know and I think we all have a high potential and we can get there but sometimes you know it's when I work out with Ed you know he'll push me and he'll take me to a limit to like well I don't know I could lift that much I'm like whoa and that's the stuff that I'm talking about where a good leader will, will take you to places you've never been before
1: right yeah
0: yeah
2: I think what I tend to focus on, and usually that's because of my own weaknesses, I'll focus on communication being the most important part of leadership. Because I don't know if you guys have ever experienced this, but sometimes when you're in this position of of leadership, wherever it is, at whatever level it is, it's irrelevant. But when you say something, the point isn't, doesn't get across fully. So sometimes it's not just what you say, it's how you say it. Uh-huh. So delivery. So I think there's a lot of people that lack delivery, but that doesn't mean that you can't communicate. Because you can, like you said, like get dirty. You can... Uh, you you can also uh lead by example and to me a good leader is a great communicator and i like what you said too like when people see your your strengths like we'll, we'll take basketball for example like maybe lebron's not a good example this year but <laughs> but i mean across the history you know when when players take their team and elevate their play because they know what each player can do better right and it's it's a constant how how you do it i think that's where it varies how, how you explain that to people but giving people confidence is is a huge thing like if you if you have this team and and, and you have like a you have the the shooter that's self-motivated and you can count on them but you never you never like uh build them up then you might start to lose them too and that that's part of it too like you just there's so many moving pieces in 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 uh in leadership so that's why i think communication across the board is the the most important at least to me yeah communication's huge
0: man Um, things get lost you lose people and you say something wrong and I thought you said to do this no I told you to do that no that's not what you said dude I clearly heard you or I have a text message that you said to do this yeah and you begin to lose credibility if if you don't
2: do it right and also sorry but I think this one's huge too also uh, accepting when you're wrong Mm. It yeah. goes so yeah. far. Yeah, you're right. Because if there's this there's this boss that just tells you, hey, you did this wrong, you did this wrong, you did this wrong, and you catch him when he did something wrong, and he he never accepts that he did anything wrong, you don't want to work for that guy. Or yeah. you're just going to yeah. go like half, like half a, um, just, you're not going to go all the way. Yeah, and
0: that's the thing with leaders. They usually don't, have accountability like who's who's accountable for them most of the time like in a the workplace they the boss is the boss he's the owner and no one's gonna no one's gonna tell him what he did wrong yeah and it sucks when they when you this person has a big head and it just flies by him and they don't acknowledge it and you don't grow because of that
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: and not that you should be pinpoint oh you did that wrong no but no. but there are times where hey you know what we shouldn't have done this. Right. That's you know? on me. Yeah, that's yeah. It's on me. I recognize it. Let's move past it. Let's try this.
1: Yeah. and I, I think that's where we get to. I think a lot, a, a lot of what's wrong is that we think people in place in posi- certain positions are leaders. You know, and I th- just because you can start a company doesn't mean you can lead people. Just because you are the owner of a company doesn't necessarily mean you, you're you a leader because that just means you had a great idea and it worked.
2: Right, you people. But
1: Yeah. But that doesn't mean creative people aren't necessarily leaders. Mm-hmm. And I think even like in ba- you see it a lot in sports where the best player supposedly is a leader. And that's not always true. Mm-hmm. You're just really good at this. Like, I look at LeBron, I think, like, this guy's not a leader because he does everything the opposite of what you would want a leader to do. He pouts, he complains, he, he doesn't build his teammates up. Everybody has to, and this has been from the beginning of time. Uh, well, from his career, not the beginning of time. <laughs> to be successful in a LeBron James team, you have to change. He doesn't change, you change. And you just look at you know Chris Bosch and, and, uh, and Kevin Love, the two best examples of that. Those two guys without LeBron were all stars and they were great. Yeah. They had to change and become different players to succeed with LeBron. Where you get somebody like Chris Paul, for example, or Magic Johnson. Uh, or Steve Nash, where he enhances you. He enhances, Amari Stoudemire without Steve Nash is just a dude who can dunk. He's like Josh, Josh Smith. With Steve Nash, he's a multiple-time all-star who we thought, we were like, man, like Blake, you know, he was, It's like Blake Griffin without, uh, with uh, Chris Paul. Blake Griffin without Chris Paul was just a, a dude who jumped high. With Chris Paul, he was able to learn a bunch of the things that we're seeing now in the, these playoffs, where he's able to succeed. But I think that's another mistake we make. That like, oh man, this guy is the—he he started a company, or this guy did this, or this guy, this person is doing that. This person is a leader. No, they're just—they're well, creative. They're just in charge. <laughs> they happen to, be, you know, start the, this business. So therefore, it's their business. And I think, uh, because a leader is able to... And another part that's interesting, somebody who's not a leader is not able to recognize um, that they can't lead. A leader is able to know, you know what? Uh, My voice is becoming stale. It's time for me to step away. And it's very interesting when you see that. When you see people... In power, walk away from stuff because they know you know what it's time they need a new voice and that's uh, to me a part of leadership too because it's the unselfishness to of not to look at yourself and be like man i need to milk this job for as long as possible but you're constantly thinking what's best for me what's best for the company what's best for everyone and sometimes it is you know it is best for me to to walk away my voice is not the same and somebody else needs to hear my voice. You guys need a new voice. The problem isn't me. The problem isn't you. The problem is I've just been here too long. And that happens sometimes. And I, and so I think that's part of the problem with, I guess, society is that we think, man, the person, this person's the president. They have to be leaders, right? And ideally, yes, the president would be the greatest leader. But no, sometimes you, he, just, he or she has... Friends in in high places and 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 that's why they're there.
0: Yeah, and I think that's okay though. Like I think anybody can start a business. Yeah. And and it's okay. I mean, they're are they the president? Yes, but I think you know to add what, to what you said, I think they need to be able to hire the right people. Right. That do have the skills. Yeah. The 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 leadership skills to right to. to to handle that business like if you know if you're you like you said you recognize that i started my own company and i'm like i'm not so good at this this particular aspect i'm gonna hire one someone to do it you know hey made german you know you right you're you're gonna be in charge of this so you're the you're you're the management you're the leader yeah you report to me you, you tell me How's it going? And okay, we we talk about it, give you some direction, you know. And I think it's no different than like in in sports where you have a an owner and a general manager, mm-hmm. you know. And a lot of times the owner just takes a step back. Obviously, there's some direction there, but the GM does whatever he wants. Yeah, he do whatever you want to do, and um, you get someone like Jerry Jones where he's a uh, controlive, manipulative, and he he wants to be in charge. And you put a GM, and he's just a puppet and and he, nothing ever really goes the way the guy wanted, <laughs> you know. Yeah.
1: But I think what's tough there is very few people who start businesses have the have the ability to say, you know, what I'm not able to lead. Because if you're able to start a business, succeed, and open, and you're able to hire people, uh, there's an ego there. Like, oh, I can figure <laughs> this out. <laughs> like, I don't need. To hire somebody to lead my company it's my company it's a Jerry Jones thing you're talking about, yeah you know? and,
0: yeah, but, but I mean I think you could still lead um, but not as more from a from a far view as opposed to a, a like a direct view right no you no I, yeah. I I get what you're saying I just yeah. think
1: it's rare when you find the person who has that um self reflection that that who's able to self-evaluate themselves and say, you know what, I could, I'm can, i able to lead from the background. I'm not able to do the day-to-day because most of these people who start businesses think I can do the day-to-day. And to hire... Because when you're hiring a leader, you're not just hiring a random person. You're hiring somebody... With their own ideas, you're hiring somebody with their own plan. You're hiring somebody who may not be uh, M- Malcolm Gladwell calls it agreeable. So they may do something that's unconventional. They're not moved easily by self by by peer pressure. And it's what you get with a lot like a lot of these sports teams, where Mark Cuban, for example, for a long time was very involved in the in the mm-hmm. Dallas Mavericks and Dallas never won when Mark Cuban took a step back and he said you know what I'm just gonna be the owner I'm just gonna sign the checks and go crazy on the sideline that year the Mavericks won the title so it's one of those things that even at that level and Mark Cuban is super successful he didn't have just he just thought man I'm a, I've succeeded in all these other areas. Of course I'm going to succeed in basketball. Of course. And and it just, it took him years of failure to understand, you know what, maybe I should just let the basketball guys do the basketball thing. And some business people, in the company I used to work for before, there was no leadership anywhere there. Uh, It was just a lot of... You know, ego. I started this. This is mine. And then you know, the children got involved. So there's a lot of nepotism in there. Uh, The children had no idea what they were doing. They had no idea on the, on the, um, on just what the company was for. They didn't know. And so they would go in there. They went in there and they changed so many things. So many, just of the day-to-day business that. It's like, oh, this is better. I'm like, well, yeah, it's better if we were a comp- If they were, we were this type of company. We're this type of company. This will never work because you're trying to implement something that doesn't work here. And so, I, I think it's it's really hard for successful business people at any level uh, to 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 recognize, like, you know what? I am not able to. I don't know how to lead. And I think that's hard. It's really hard.
2: I think a lot of people confuse making decisions with leadership. Yeah, yeah, that's another one, yeah. Yeah, so that paired with ego is a recipe for disaster, Yeah, I think. And I think we can see that in, in all the examples that you gave for, well, we, we'll stick to basketball. When you're told that you are, your nickname is The King, the chosen one, and then you're the best player on a team. Paired with you, technically a point guard, but you're just oversized. Right. That can get to your head easily. It's, it's. I think it's harder for it not to get to your head. Yeah. So I. I can't even blame the guy for, for thinking that way. But. But again, making decisions is, does not make you a leader. Right. And. That's where self-reflection is super, super important. Yeah. and we also f- forgot to mention John Stockton. Shout out to John Stockton. John Stockton, <laughs> your boy. Yeah. So I, I mean, that I think that that's a good example of, of a leader that isn't very like loud and like. Mm, yeah. Like even if in, I don't know if you guys have seen his Hall of Fame speech, it's like. If you were to just look at it and never look at his body of work, you're like, this guy?
1: Yeah. Huh. Well, that's what happened to him at the Olympics. He was walking around. Where is it? Barcelona? Barcelona. I don't know. And uh, people didn't recognize him. And, you know, he took a picture of somebody. He's like, man, you look a lot like John Stockton. I was like, "Oh, I am John Stockton. You're on the dream
2: team. What?"
1: <laughs> and that's what happened. It was just some random white guy walking around uh, Barcelona during the Olympics.
2: Yeah, and when you talk about <laughs> undersized, like you just look at him, it's like, yeah, man, it's, just, it's just, John, dude. Even his name, like it's John, <laughs> John Stockton. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: you know what I mean? It's just that, that's just a, a big example where where when people talk about John Stockton, they say, "Dude, this guy set the best screens." He's six feet tall, dude. You look at him, he's not huge. Right. But he took the time to do the little things right, and people notice that. Yeah. So so when Gary Payton says that he was the hardest player he ever had to guard, at first, kind of like, dude, wait, wait, you played with Jordan. What do you mean? Right. He breaks it down. He's like, dude, this guy didn't stop. He didn't have the ball. He was moving. He set a screen. You felt it. Steals. Assist like he was just always going. He didn't stop, and he didn't have to yell at people and be like, "Yeah, do this." I mean, it, it's on you, or like that fake thing LeBron did. I don't know if you guys remember when one of your brothers falls, don't get up. We'll get you. <laughs> we'll yeah. get you help. We'll, we'll, we'll get you up. And then, there's and then like a, f- a, a few <laughs>
1: weeks later, he he like ignores whoever was on the floor. He's just waiting for him to. <laughs> so
2: sometimes it's even better not to talk sometimes not talking is a better form of communication
1: yeah yeah, and I think different aspects require different things Mm -hmm. and I think sometimes you do need the lead by example thing sometimes you need to actually speak and you need to say stuff and do it and so yeah I think it's a balance of knowing um, what to do when to do it with who to do it because I think some, you know, there's people that get motivated. They need the toughness. They need you to be super harsh and super, like, ridiculous. And there's some people that shut down that can't. Like, if you're yelling at them, there's some people that get, like, yeah, yell at me. I need this. Tell me that I'm terrible. And there's people that get off to that. It's so crazy. And there's other people that, like, you yell at me, I'm done. I'm checked out. Dude. Bye, it's over, and I think a leader's able to recognize who to do that to, when to do that to that person, because uh, a lot of it is just the the this ability to to get people to get where they where you think they should go, but also where you know where you think they will succeed the best. I was listening to this thing where. Right? Malcolm Gladwell, and I thought it was interesting because it was—he was talking to this guy who was like, I don't know, the CEO of—I of, don't know what company. But he was talking about when it came to promotion to to management. The the guy was saying that salespeople make terrible managers because <laughs> because their salespeople for the most part are all about. Themselves, my sale, I got it, you know, you're going above and beyond selling the whole thing. And he was saying that whenever you promote a salesperson to management, especially if they're really good, you lose out on that person's sales because now they're management. And so he said what, and it was tough because you couldn't bring somebody who was inferior to their, because that's, uh, the, you would lose the salespeople. Mm-hmm. Because if you brought somebody who like maybe the the less the person who sold the lease and you promoted them, then everyone in the sales floor would like you lose them because you lose all credibility. How this guy's gonna lead me? I sold more than him I'm like or whatever, and so the guy suggested that you the the way you fix that is you hire somebody. Not as a manager, but you hire somebody above the manager to lead, and the manager, it, you you kind of leave it like this revolving door, where you keep where you're able to keep the salespeople, and you're able to keep the 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 their production, and especially if you're dealing with somebody who sells a lot, uh, to replace their production becomes difficult for companies but the person in the management position you put somebody incompetent and the ceo is saying the reason why you do that is because sooner or later the, the the job of an incompetent manager is the same as a as a salesperson with a big ego you're not losing anything or gaining anything with who you put at the manager the key is who you're putting Above the manager, which I thought was very interesting, because most times you're not you're not going to hear a CEO say that, where you put somebody incompetent at that at the management level. But he was saying that that becomes a very that becomes a, a, a very uh, um, useless position in 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 some company structures. Obviously, not all of them. In some company structures, because those people are kind of just. It's kind of free range. It's kind of like the office. Mm -hmm. You know, like David Wallace is the boss of Michael, but Dwight never has to worry about David Wallace. And Michael, even though he's a manager, he's kind of treated as a, like, all right, Mm -hmm. dude, whatever. But Dwight still sells a bunch, Jim still sells a bunch. Andy doesn't sell as much, but like you get all these people. The salespeople are still able to thrive mm-hmm. regardless of who's sitting in the Michael spot. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was very interesting because at the top of Michael, you have David Wallace who's actually running the show. So what happens to this middle manager? It's just the revolving door. So when they fizzle out, they fizzle out. It is what it Do is. Do you replace them? Yeah.
0: I don't know if I agree with it, man. Cause I have kind of lived that, yeah. And I, and when the, if that manager can still could, their ego can get to them and then mess mess and be very demanding. Because I had a manager the same situation where, yeah. yeah, I'm your manager, but he knew he wasn't your manager. He knew that the the guy above was a manager, but the guy above kind of sucked, right? Okay, well, yeah. and and it was very demanding of him, so he was very demanding of us. Yeah. And that was a horrible experience. Yeah, and I had no respect for my manager, um, other than the fact that he was my boss. Right. Because of the way he behaved, like he 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 didn't he never did my job. Therefore, he didn't know what I had to go through. Right. He wanted all these reports. Yeah, I didn't have the time for them. He expected me to be ready to, for him, whenever he was ready, not when not when right. the, the time was right, and, and it didn't work. Yeah, because he was incompetent. This, this, he didn't have the balls right. to go up to the boss and tell him what's up. Right. He, he, he was a yes man. Yeah. And that was an issue for me.
1: Right. And that so the CEO said that's why you have to nail the, the g- position on top of him. on top of that. Yeah. Because if you nail that guy, yeah, this guy is able to lead this guy who's uh-huh. able to lead these guys. So it's all critical. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the key position in this is the salespeople. Yeah. Because if you have a good sales team, you don't want to lose them like like the way yeah. they lost like you guys. Nobody wanted to work for this guy. Yeah. So you need to hit the salespeople because that's the, the base of the, mm-hmm. the company. You need to hit the guy who's on top of the, the 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 sales manager or whatever. Because this guy is just, it's a filtering down. Mm-hmm. And eventually, what ends up happening that the guy was saying, the that position becomes kind of blurred, where it, it it just becomes about paperwork, and the salespeople in obviously this is this guy's company line of work. So yeah, it could, be, just, it, could, it, could work, it could work for that business, right? And I just so I just thought that aspect was different because I can see how that works. I can see how there's a position that is there but it's 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 like mm, like I guess they are the leader but really everything's coming from on top it's kind of like a baseball manager a baseball manager especially now doesn't manage a baseball especially like the Dodgers Dave Roberts every day gets a gets a gets a lineup sheet from the GM and the GM says okay today according to our computers you're playing these guys. This is what you're doing. The pitcher, he's gonna, you're going to have to take him out after six innings. After six innings, you take him out, or if he gets to 100 pitches, whatever comes first, you take him out. If you're dealing with a right-hand guy, you're going to put in this guy. If you're, it's a left-handed batter, you're going to put in this guy. Everything is fed to Dave Roberts. All Dave Roberts has to do is go in there and say, all right, guys, this is the lineup, and whatever, rah rah talk. But all of it is filtered from... The top so it it kinda so it can work because you know the Dodgers have been very successful the last few years, and you get a lot of companies that are very the management is is more on top and it all gets filtered down. Mm-hmm. It can work, you just need to nail the 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 guy on top of the the pseudo manager'
0: Cause i i'm I'm thinking just what you're saying, and I'm trying to picture it right. And I feel like sometimes there is people out there in yeah. your workforce that are very talented, that maybe are not, they're talented, but they're just kind of like fed up with what they've done for a while because they want right. like a management position. So if you hire them one step above, now you're the manager, like supervisor, it's more like a supervisor role, what you're right, saying. Right, 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 And you give them some tasks, some management tasks, you know, just a few, yet... You make them helpers. Okay, I'm going to help you. Yeah. You make them you. I think that would be better. Right. Okay, so like, hey, German, how's it going? Okay, okay. What do you need help with? I need to get this, this, and that. Okay, I'll take care of that for you. Okay. Hey, hey what do you need? And I think that that would
1: work. Yeah. I think – I feel like that is that is needed. Yeah. You know? And so so that's kind of like what the guy was saying. Yeah. So it, it's, that might it's, work. It's, it's one of these things where – the title on the paper on his resume yeah. will say, "Manager of Company X." Yeah, within the company, you know what? I mean, they were just doing the same thing, the extra just stuff. with a couple of reports. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is interesting because obviously, yeah. you know, I guess it can work, but also it can be a disaster too. Yeah, because you you need the right infrastructure. Mm-hmm. You know the, the right history because if you've had a bad history of management, uh, it's not going to work. Right. <laughs> so it, it just depends How how are how are you guys led better? What what leadership style do you guys respond the best to?
0: So I I don't like the micro. I like the macro. Uh, let me do my job. If I need help, I'll get to you. Um, I'm cool with being checked on here and there. Um, But again, not every minute, not every second. Um, I do definitely want the the guy to know what I'm going through. I hope they're understanding or or at least they've done the job in the past. Because I know there's managers that never done the job, and that's cool. But just know what I'm going through and get a feel for it. Um, And just, you know... Fight for me, so, and I'll fight for you.
1: What about in terms of communication?
0: I can't, I can't have someone yell at me. I check out. Okay. I I need, I need, I need you to just talk to me, you know, just, and and I do need you to be, to say what you're, stick to what you're going to say, like, don't, don't change it up on me and and, you know, show up when you when you say you are and, mm. you know, be on time or whatever. Um, right. And I want to take care of this on this day and do it. Don't say you're going to do things and not do them, you know, because there's people that say, oh, yeah, I'll do this. And, okay, where were you? What happened? Nothing got done. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Now I got to do it right. or whatever. Stuff like that, you know.
1: What are in terms of correction? How are you, what type of correction do you respond the best to? Like,
0: probably the, when they do the negative and the positive okay. reinforcement, and we are like, hey, this is what you're doing good, but you got to fix this. Okay. Probably, that's probably that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like if I get broken down too hard, it, does, it can get to me. It can okay. affect me. I mean, which is fine. I mean, the truth hurts, right? But I, I think we are, I, I need to be reminded I'm doing a good job, I feel. That's just me. Oh, okay. Yeah, I need to be reminded, hey, this is good. You're doing good here. I like what you're doing. And I think it's important to point out the bad things, too. You know, it sucks, but um, there's been times in the past where I'm like, am I doing a good job? You know? Mm. Most of the time, I think everybody knows. Yeah. You know you know when you're you're doing a crappy job. But I think it's important to, to, to be, I don't know, to be recognized a little bit yeah. that way. Hey, you're doing
2: good here, doing good there. Yeah. Um, for me, I think it would have to be more like lead by, by example.
1: Mm, okay. Don't talk to me. Just show me. Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I think it's, I think it's also interesting how, uh, like hearing you say that, hearing you like, oh, I need you to tell me that I did this good or that. That almost annoys me. I want to just know what I need to do to be better, But I agree with you. yelling, it's like it just does nothing for me. Like you, you can yell, and not to say that it never does anything for me, but if you yell so often, like it just feels like my childhood again and I don't, right. I'm not done with that again. <laughs> It's like a Pentecostal preacher just
1: yells. Yeah.
2: You're you're not...
1: He's fired up again.
2: (laughs) There's no like... I mean, mean, emotion is good when you use it correctly. Yeah. But, but yeah, if you're going to tell me something, I prefer stern, tell me what's wrong. But there's no need to yell and lead by example. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like
1: the straight shooter.
2: I... I don't.
1: I just give it to me straight. Yeah. Don't 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 like go beat her on the bus. Just just lay it on me. Just give it to me. I I work better with that. I work better with I also do not I I also don't. I I don't like the 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 person who I have to guess whether they're like in a good mood or not. Oh,
0: I hate that. I don't like that. I just I detest that.
1: that. Like if you're having a if you know you're going to stuff at home. I get it, you know, like we all go through stuff, traffic sucked in the morning, so it got you pissed off. I get it, but when you're at work or you're in whatever setting, and you're the person in charge, suck it up, man like we all got problems like i and i and I hate the like you know oh man, I'm gonna I'm going to need to take, you know, whatever off. Like, oh, man, they're in a bad mood. I don't know if it's a good time to talk with right. Like, what do you mean? Like, this is business. Like, uh, so you're not, you're going to not, you're going to reject this because whatever. Like, you, you, you went to sleep late yesterday? Like, okay. Like, how is that my fault? How is that my problem? So I can't, I can't deal with that. I can't deal with the inconsistent emotional roller coaster mm-hmm. of, of some people. Uh, but, yeah, just, just give it to me straight. Just tell me just tell me what you gotta tell me and 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 I I'm not gonna fight you. I think I, I appreciate it more when it's just like, hey, you know what, actually yeah, you did this, this sucked. And more times than now, I'll be like, Yeah, that did that, that suck. Yeah, you're right. I'll be better. And if I disagree, then you know, let's have a conversation. And also that I think being willing to have a, a discussion about whatever. You know, that you made a mistake here. Okay, how was that mistake? Blah, 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 blah. Uh, As opposed to somebody who hates, you know, there's leaders who hate being questioned. Don't question me. What I said is what I said. So, well, maybe it doesn't make sense to me. Like, maybe to me, I have questions regarding what you did or the decision you took. Um, and so that, that's how I respond. I respond well to that. The yelling, I don't know. I've never had somebody yell at me besides my mom but I uh, I don't you know I don't I don't consider her a leader per se <laughs> she's my mom um, but I've never had somebody in a work f- place yell at me so I don't know I don't know how I would respond it almost would be weird <laughs> like it would be like you're like what 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 are you doing like what is this
2: yeah for, for me why are you yelling the reason why I don't like it is because it triggers something in me okay It's just, and it'll be like a point of no return. Mm. So as a kid, I was very quiet and I wouldn't react like whatever happened. Like, okay, you got to suck it up, suck it up, suck it up. Yeah. But then I would react. Yeah. And it's just destructive. And if that happens in the workplace, I mean, you could just get fired and it's over. Yeah. (laughs) Even if they initiated it. Yeah. You responded. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that that's weird. The, the yelling, I've I've never, I've never experienced it, so I, I can't even, I can't even fathom what that would be. Like especially as as a thirty year old, you're yelling. Like I'm a thirty year old man, bro. Like chill out. Are like, you gonna yell at me? Like I'm not your kid.
2: Did I ever tell you what what happened? <laughs> what happened in, in uh dominos? No. So the the manager, um, he said, "I'm gonna choke you." He told me. Did he? He told me in Spanish and I said come over here and do it I told him (laughs) and then uh, Raul okay he's like oh
1: (laughs) (laughs) but why did he say he was going to choke you
2: because I he wanted me to do something faster and it's like even if you're joking you don't tell me you're going to choke me because we're going to have a problem (laughs) (laughs) you're not going to tell me that especially (laughs) in front of people I don't care who you are what's wrong with you (laughs) So then, after that, he kind
1: of looked down and he realized, "Oh, I can't talk to him like that." Yeah, that is a weird thing to, to suggest, huh? To choke him? Yeah. I'm <laughs> sure <laughs> he didn't mean it like that. He didn't, but <laughs> to him. I know the manager. The way, yeah, you, you would have put him in the oven. You would have folded him like a lawn chair, <laughs> man. That that would have that that, that would have been, man. I, I was, I wish I was scheduled that day. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, but the the yelling, I think, is 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 an interesting tactic. But I think that again shows if you if if the res, if the resolve is to yell, it just shows the you are not qualified for this because you are not able to control yourself, and so you are just gonna outburst and think, okay, I am just gonna speak louder than you, and you are gonna cower, and I don't know. I feel like as adults, that shouldn't work. I had a boss that yelled. Yeah? And oh like my. legit? Like, like oh, I don't know
0: F this, F that, really? F fun. You can imagine it. and looking at it now, at the time it would trip me out, dude. And I got used to it, obviously. Yeah. I worked I worked with them for a couple of years. And it took me time. I'd check out, I'd freak out, and, and my coworkers would notice it. And he's like, dude, I used to get yelled as a kid, you know, so I'm used to it, dude. I'm like, no, I'm not. I didn't get yelled as a kid, you know?
1: <laughs> oh, your coworkers were Yeah, tall. a couple, oh, okay. couple
0: coworkers, you know, a couple of my friends of mine that were, you know, like, hey, get used to it, bro. That's how he is. I grew up like this, so don't worry about it, dude. I'm like, no, that's not okay. I can't. <laughs>
2: Point is, you, I, look how you turned out. Yeah. I want to be like you no. guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Point is, I got used to it. He was a good leader at the end of the day. Yeah? Looking back at it, he was, but just the temper, bro. But I think he was one of those guys that had insecurities that he didn't show. Uh. And that's how he covered it up. I think, you know, he, not that he had short man syndrome or whatever, you know, little man syndrome, but he, it was something like that, I I feel. So
1: what, like he, so he showed up to your, like, you had like a cubicle or something? So it was like a sales
0: office and he just, why the F did he do this, you know? In front of everybody. Anybody could be there, bro. No way. Or if it was something really serious, everybody get out. Yeah, then, like that. Yeah, and everybody get out. I mean, like, you gotta and I got to talk. And
2: it was, whoa, dude. But Did you still th- think he was good? At the end, <laughs> at
0: the end of the day, I still think he was good. Wait, he, wait, wait. Walk me through that. At the end of the day, what does that mean? So he, it was a sales job. I sold cars, dude, and and his job was to push you. And and he did. He pushed you. Not
2: pushed you. Have pushed you. (laughs) I (laughs) I think
0: it goes back to what you talked about about earlier. How you know you have the LeBron James, where he kind of like he's kind of like his type of building you up is kind of different as opposed to Michael Jordan, where he would yell at you.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, and it's just different ways of. Nobody ever fought him.
1: No, because he was a boss. I know, but you yell at the wrong guy. Yeah. The wrong Pe- guy is people, not. People would quit. The, the wrong guy. Not
0: everybody could handle it, dude. The no. wrong
1: guy could give a rip of your boss.
0: Nah, not, and I'm not saying he was the perfect boss either. I'm not saying that. No, bad, no, At course, the end course. of the day, of I, I think he's, he was effective. That's what I'm trying to so say. So nobody
1: ever once was like, you know what? F this dude, man. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to punch him out. No, nobody.
0: Or
2: prank him. People, people respected it, him.
0: I think people, people respected him because he did fight for you. Oh yeah. He would go to battle for you. He would back you up. If, if you messed up, he would back you up. And he show you love different ways, you know? And I think that's the difference.
1: Dang. You know. Sounds like a pimp, bro. <laughs> Sounds like he would like tear you down and then give you a cough and you'd and be like, "Hey man, it's all right. It's going to be keep,
0: good." Keep, Som- your, yeah. keep your confidence low so he could
2: yeah, he, you he, up.
1: Yeah, he 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 he,
0: he kind of would. You know, he kind of yeah, yeah, he would tell you I all up. my relationships. <laughs> He would tear you aunties. up and and and, and in, a, in a way, kind of build you up. It's kind of weird, man. Can you imagine? Yeah.
2: <laughs> your girl walks up to you, and your ankles look fat. <laughs> Make me some breakfast.
0: <laughs> oh man. Yeah, he would build you up, break you down, and build you up. So, people liked him, dude. People respected him, and and they they worked hard for him, dude. Dude. Obviously, there was a few that if you couldn't handle it, you would quit. Yeah. You, you true. Right. You know, was he out of line at times? Absolutely. You know, did he belong in the position? Okay, well maybe not. You know, but but he he, he made it work.
1: Okay, what's uh, what's one of the craziest things he ever t- like he told you that you were just like what? the, Like, are you kidding me?
0: I can't I can't think of of that now. One of the issues that I had with him that I did have he would make fun of people. You know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he would like, like, oh, some guy, fight some guy, some guy, some guy was losing his hair, you know, whatever, and he, he would call him chemo. You know? <laughs> no way!
2: Yeah, bro, stuff like that. He yeah. didn't say anything back.
0: The guy didn't say anything. Because at that remember. point you
2: opened the door?
0: Yeah, but he—that was some of the flaws that he had, where he made fun of people, you know. And again, he wasn't the perfect boss. At the end of the day, he probably truly didn't belong there. But he made it work, and he, he and he he fought for you, and he had a hollow, you, know, you could check off a lot of marks of where he yeah. caught, where he helped
1: you out. Dude, this this guy did a number on you, bro. You're still going to battle for this guy. Yeah, he was cool, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, well, is there a crazy thing you can remember him saying?
0: No, I can't think of anything. No, it was just more like wow, it's just man. a lot of emotion, like I said, you know, right? Like who the hell did this guy think he is, and. I'm gonna go out there and talk to this guy. He would because he would. He would talk to the customer sometimes. Yeah? Yeah, he would go do it for you. It wasn't his job. He would go out there sometimes. So that's what I'm saying. He would battle for you,
1: dude. <laughs> there you go, man. Yeah. I think on that note. Shout out to that guy who who What was his
0: name? His name
1: was uh Wise. Wise? W I S E? That no. sounds like you made it up. What's his name? Dude? <laughs> Wise? Yeah, was last it
2: last name, right? Uh, I won't give <laughs> a last name. Oh, I thought that was his it, last name. No, that's his first name. Wait, his
1: first name is Wise?
2: Yeah. Oh. He's full of himself. He probably changed it, huh? <laughs> no, that's <laughs> his name, dude. You shall call me Wise now.
1: <laughs> was it really? Yeah. Shout out to Wise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think, you know, I, I think obviously leadership is, is so... Um, It's such a big conversation, you know, because I think that it's it's why there's millions and millions of books on leadership. Because everyone has their own twist, everyone has their own spin. But I think the takeaway for me, for my conversation, is is uh, just find whatever works for you. And if you are called to be in leadership position, uh, be mindful of the people you're leading. It's not about you; it's about the people. Uh, that are leading, that you are leading and the people that are trusting you to to make the right decisions for them. And I think that more than anything is the takeaway for me. Just go to war for people and whether that means talking to them, talking for them, or just showing them, hey, I care because I, you can look at me and see that I'm doing exactly what you're doing or whatever. But yeah, I think for me that, that that's the takeaway. When when I, when I go home and and think about the, this leadership stuff, um, yeah, I don't know if you guys have. Uh, no,
0: I, I like that. I like, it's about other people. I think that's important. Yeah. I think a lot of times we in, in life we we live life selfishly. So yeah, it's the Jesus way, bro.
1: Yeah. Perfect. Shout out to wise. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I th- I think on that note. Uh, I think that's the pod. We're back when uh, the goes to to be back weekly, um, but yeah, it was nice to be back in the room again. Drink coffee. The bagels were good.
0: Yeah, shout out um, to those. Thanks for the bagels, bro. Was, those were big, good. fat bagels, bro. Dude, shout
1: out to Vons, man. Yeah, it
0: was nice and, like,
1: oh, I'm still thinking about him,
2: dude. You
1: shout-out could have another one after. Yeah, I think uh, Albert. Albert the whole time. I think that he tried three times to. To, to get it to, to go half on a blueberry bagel you should have yelled at him yeah just I yelled, should have yelled him maybe he, he would have yes <laughs> I'm gonna but, choke you, you know. three times, dude.
2: <laughs> no. I'll put you in the toe circuit <laughs> <laughs>
1: but I think that's it I think that's our pod uh, thank you guys for listening you can uh, check us out um, just anywhere you get your pods please rate review subscribe and uh We'll catch you guys uh, on the next episode of the Brew Thoughts Podcast. This is the Brew Thought Podcast. There you go. We've got a coffee.